Are the Baltimore Ravens the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year? I think they are, and we're going to talk about it on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert for Locked On Titans here with my co-host, Alex Clancy, local expert for Locked On Cardinals. We're going to be breaking down all the big stories, talking about the matchups ahead this week. Are the Ravens the Super Bowl favorites? Which teams do we want to see actually make the playoffs? And then, of course, the best games of the week. Before we get into all of that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by prize picks. Look, it's Crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and Crossover Thursday is brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL all overcase for a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you go check out your favorite teams, Crossover Thursday. But as for today's edition of Locked On NFL, Alex, we've been telling people for the last two months to start appreciating football because it will be gone before you know it. And then we'll be back in August complaining about preseason games. We got the last week of the schedule. And it starts not with a Thursday night game like we usually talk about, but with two Saturday games, the nine and seven Pittsburgh Steelers need some help. To get into the playoffs, but still have the chance to do it against the 13-3 and Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens look like they are on a warpath to the Super Bowl. And Lamar Jackson looks like he has solidified the MVP. I guess, Alex, what it comes down to here is at this stage, do you think the Baltimore Ravens are the favorites to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, they're the, the least of all evils. We don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't trust anybody because Patrick Mahomes yeah. and the Chiefs have, have, have fallen off a cliff. So right. you don't trust anybody because you've never seen, aside from Matthew Stafford, anybody do it before who is in contention right now. Philadelphia mm-hmm. made it last year. Uh, second half, they fell off their own cliff. And and here we are. Yes. Because like, and this isn't just because they're, they're the least of all evils. They've earned that. Like Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson has played. I told you two years ago on this show that before he got hurt, that was his best year. That was his right. best year, even though he wasn't going to win MVP. This, when they find the talent that's catered exactly to Lamar Jackson's throwing skill set, all bets are off. That, I mean, even right. without even without Mark Andrews, like Isaiah Likely for fantasy right. football darlings, you know he's yeah. been a fantasy football darling for the last three years. Like, this is so fun because the defense is good. The Roquan Smith trade worked out like everybody right. expected it would. Kyle Hamilton, all of this stuff is working for Baltimore. And it's at a perfect time where you're, you're at this precipice of a guard change in the NFL. Yes. You don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to be the next guy or not. And that's what makes all of this so exciting. Yeah. You know what? I saw something the other day that I thought was absolutely insane. And it was there is no quarterback who is one, uh, a, there's one, Patrick Mahomes, of course. But Mahomes is the only quarterback to win a Super Bowl 
who was drafted after 2012. That's Nick so Foles, awesome. Nick Foles was drafted in 2012. And think anybody after that, other than Mahomes, it was Brady. It was Stafford. Like you said, it's been Mahomes the other times. Like when is another quarterback going to step up and establish themselves as a Super Bowl winning quarterback? And look, the reality is the Ravens have to be the favorites right now. They're playing the best football. They have a great roster. Obviously, San Francisco can be in the conversation, but we saw the Ravens go into their trap and take their trap. So why would I think that the Ravens aren't the favorites over San Francisco? And one point that I do want to make here about that is at the end of the day, we saw San Francisco mortgage a lot of their opportunities to go up and get Trey Lance because they said, hey, we have the best roster in the NFL, but if we don't have the advantage at quarterback, we're still not going to win. And they go get Trey Lance and they try. And then they fall back into Brock Purdy. And I know Brock Purdy's good in the advanced data and all that. But at the end of the day, you watched the game like I did. Who had the better quarterback? The Ravens or the San Francisco 49ers? It was Lamar Jackson, the MVP. So it's funny that the the San Francisco 49ers tried to do everything they could to get a Lamar Jackson. And they couldn't do it, even though they tried. And at the end of the day, they'll probably still lose because of the same problem they had when they went with Jimmy Garoppolo. The quarterback isn't a difference maker like the other quarterback on the other side is. So that's why I I, I agree that Lamar Jackson has to be, or the Ravens have to be the favorite right now, and Lamar is the MVP. Yeah, well, and because Lamar Jackson doesn't have to uplift the roster anymore. The roster offensively is good enough. Even though they've lost Keaton Keaton Mitchell, who who was a game changer, like they don't have that. I mean, I guess Justice Hill will be a fine replacement. Gus Edwards is a touchdown machine this year. Mm -hmm. He's Jamal Williams of last year um, in in some respects. Like They could bring in Dalvin Cook. Yeah, they could bring in Dalvin Cook. I mean, I think (laughs) that would be – and they've got Melvin Gordon on their practice squad up and down all year. Um, This is what I hope just with all of this because what are the two big – the biggest storylines surrounding San Francisco and the Ravens over the last couple years down the stretch has been injuries. And Mm -hmm. you hope this year – where there could be that true changing of the guard, my, I could, I might have to retire my Patrick Mahomes until it's not Credo, right, right. at least for a season until he actually gets some guys to throw the ball to. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just hope that everybody stays healthy. It is very, mm-hmm. very high risk with all yep. of the star players on both teams. You look at Lamar, yes. Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, Mark Andrews is already out, uh, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. Uh, you know, and uh, Brock Purdy got hurt. It always gets hurt. Last year. Like, yeah. if anybody gets hurt, everything changes. Changes. Like, and it's and you want this Madden on easy injuries turned off playoffs <laughs> I, where you can I, just experience the best of the best all mm-hmm. clashing together and finding out who's going to remain standing. And I and as of right now, dude, like, there's no way that you can't say the Ravens are in the best position, right? take on the challenge of the playoffs because it's who finishes the season hottest and who could move that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And before we go, I want to give a lot of credit to John Harbaugh. Harbaugh went out. He didn't rest on his laurels. He didn't be conservative. He went out there. He hired two of the greatest minds from college football to come in and, and be his coordinators. People who maybe had relationship with, of course, Mike McDonald from Michigan, his brother, blah, blah, blah. But that takes a lot. Uh, a lot of onions to take two guys from college to brand new coordinators, get rid of guys you've been working with forever and Wink Martindale and Greg Roman and all that to make that kind of change and to have that sort of self-scouting as someone who covers the Tennessee Titans with a, a headstrong coach who's more of a leader of men than a schematic guy. 
it'd be nice if there were other coaches in the NFL who had that self-awareness as well. So all, all credit to the Ravens, their organization, their players, Lamar Jackson and the head coach, John Harbaugh. But with that being said, there's another game on Saturday, and it's a big one between the Colts and the Texans. But there are a lot of big games this weekend that have playoff implications. We're going to talk about which teams we want to see in the playoffs. And then, of course, get to the best games of the week. Before we get into all of that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, guys, we're getting into the winter months. And if you're from a place like I am, which Alex doesn't know about, if you're from a place like I am where winter is real and it gets cold and it snows, the reality is a lot of people can have seasonal issues. A lot of people get blue in the wintertime. It's a real thing. And if that's somebody or if that's you or you know somebody like that, then you have to recommend better help or I have to recommend better help to you because it's a perfect time to check out online therapy, get yourself through a tough time of the year. Or if you don't want to think about it that way, we are into New Year's. Is it a new year? Is it a new you? If you want to be the best version of yourself, you can do that with online therapy Therapy from BetterHelp. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. For me personally, when I worked with BetterHelp, that was the best feature that I like because in my opinion, you're doing something like therapy. It's very important that you have a strong connection to the person that you're working with and you can do that at BetterHelp. So make sure that you celebrate the progress you've made and stay on the path to more progress. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and you're going to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. All right, Alex, we are going to continue a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. We just talked about the Super Bowl favorite in the Baltimore Ravens and their game on Saturday with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now we want to turn our attention to the playoffs. What teams do we actually want to see in, Alex? It's crazy. There are 20 teams that are still eligible that could still potentially make a Super Bowl run based on the mathematics. But obviously not all of them are going to make it, so who do we want to see get in? We're going to dive into that before we do. Do want to let you guys know that Locked On has launched the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day. You get local experts like me and Alex from the Locked On cast. You also get coverage for every league from our national shows like Locked On NFL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Alex, so I want to start with this, this Saturday night game between the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars. So it looks like, or the Texans and the Colts, but it's the AFC South battle between those three teams. I don't want to get into the individual games right now. I want to kind of look at it from the playoff perspective because we'll get into the games at the end. But out of those three teams, the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars, if you could have two of those three teams, which two are you picking? Um, I, I, 
unfortunately, because this is a, a massive double-edged sword for me as as the Arizona Cardinals host for this lovely platform, holding the Houston Texans first round pick. Right. Um, right. First one is the Texans without a question. They're the most fun. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. so before going to the second one, because it's, it's, I agree with one, you. Half a dozen one. The other, I think that the, like I, Tony Wiggins and I locked on Jaguars, one of the best that we have here. He is a, yes. he's starting to pivot a little bit. Go check out the Jaguars, but he's been a devout. Trevor Lawrence is the guy guy. Let him, mm-hmm. let him do it. Doug Peterson. And I get that. We've seen less than more from Trevor Lawrence this year. So let me yes. take the easy one. I want to see the dude who wears cutoff shorts. I want to see the dude who is who didn't start this season, who is looking to be emerging, going back to where he was at Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor. I want to see a first-time head coach. But Houston, Houston, this is one of my Far favorite uh, uh, metaphors or analogies to use. Mm-hmm. In the NCAA tournament, the 20-year-old young gentlemen and ladies in the, on the women's side who are playing in that 19-years-old, 18-year-old, have yeah, no idea how bright those lights are. They have no idea. They think they do. They're experiencing it. But until you see it as an adult, you have no idea how big that stage is. And right. that works to their benefit with all the buzzer beaters. No, They're not nervous. You have no idea what, what, what actually is happening. The same right. thing with the Texans. And that that is not a slight. Like They, they are a grip it and rip it offensive yes. football team. And it mm-hmm. is so much fun. Devin Singletary is so much fun. The defense is so much fun. Tomiko Ryan has been the apple of my eye for the Arizona Cardinals the last three <laughs> right. seasons. And he right. obviously chose a place that he played and, you know, wanted to start yeah. a new culture there. Without a, they, they may be the team that I want to watch most out of anybody in the, in the playoffs because yeah. of the unknown C.J. Stroud, grip it and rip it. I would love to see it. Yeah, and, and I got to give credit to Houston. Obviously, as a team in their division, Titans played them last week. I spent a lot of time looking at Houston, worried about Houston, seeing what they're doing. And they've had a ton of injuries, too. Houston yeah. has been incredibly beat up. They lost Tank Dell for the year. Schultz missed some time. Nico Collins missed some time. They came into the season with third-string offensive linemen, and they still found a way to be competitive. They were even without C.J. Stroud a couple of weeks. And they still found a way to be competitive and be in this chase. I Did agree with you. Without TJ Stroud again, oh, I think it was. I think it was the Houston. Oh no! Wait, that's the team that moved from Houston to oh the Tennessee Titans. Right, right. right. Okay, Case Keenum, who was a healthy scratch. So they beat the Titans at in Tennessee with Case Keenum, and then he was a healthy scratch when they beat him twenty six to three last week. The Titans are terrible. We don't need to talk about them. But okay, sorry. but I just want to give credit to a rookie head coach with a ton of injuries with a rookie quarterback. Uh, Bobby Slowick at offensive coordinator will be getting head coaching opportunities, if not this offseason, definitely next offseason for what he's done with that offense and despite all the injuries. So I, I agree with you 100% that Houston is the number one team for me. I want to see them. They're the most interesting. But I disagree with you on the second team. I, I know that Trevor Lawrence has had a down year, and I, I understand that they've had their own injuries and issues. But I just find Jacksonville is a much more entertaining team than Garner Minshew. Here's what I'm really thinking. Garner Minshew is never going to be an all-time great. Garner Minshew is always going to be what he is. And, and that is a, a, a good NFL quarterback who have a long, uh, fruitful uh, career, for sure. But Trevor Lawrence has the chance to be something that we remember. So even if he goes and loses in the playoffs and it's bad, I just want to see Trevor Lawrence because to me he's just a – a more exciting character to follow for the next five to 10 years. You know what I mean? So I want another chapter in the Trevor Lawrence story, whether good or bad, rather than seeing Garner Minshew, who I kind of think 
in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter in terms of longtime NFL history. You know what I mean? So uh, Garner Minshew is probably the more entertaining character individually. I, I agree, and Shane Steichen and all that. I, I get what you're saying, but for me, I would just personally lean to Jacksonville because I find them as a, as a more compelling character in this story we call NFL football. It would be a much more interesting chapter if they didn't make the playoffs at all. That, that's that's my thing. Is like this is that's there's true. adversity. There's always adversity. Trevor uh-huh. Lawrence has shown flashes. I, I call them the oh my right. god moments. He's shown them. They were for lest we forget. The Chargers were up twenty seven nothing in the playoffs against them last year, and they came yes. back and won. Okay, so yeah. he's done it. He's shown that he can be the guy. All they've done is made that roster better, and they've regressed. All they've right. done is built everything around him, and he still fumbles way too much, and takes too many sacks, and throws too many. Like this is year four. Okay, so take the year out, first year out. This is year four, right? Or year three? Three. Year three? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It, the, the year point one, is, Urban Meyer, yeah, year two, right, last Urban year, Meyer, right. year three. The point two. is, he was touted as something mm-hmm. since his freshman year taking over for Kelly O'Brien and Clemson where he was going to be the guy. And we haven't seen him bid the guy yet. Right. We, we just right. haven't seen it. So that's why I, I would love to see it. Listen, if, if they if they blow the doors off, because they owe their own fate, if they blow the doors off, uh, whoever they're playing in, in week 18, then that's great. I want him to win. The I want them to do it. But I don't think it's as fun as as, as uh, Garner Minshew and, and, uh, and right. CJ. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we spent a lot of time on the AFC South here. Just quick, rapid fire. Who would you rather see, um, Colts or Steelers? Oh, that Mason Rudolph thing is kind of enticing. They've kind of unlocked George Pickens. So I'd probably say, I'd probably say Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. So the, the, we have Jags, Colts, Texans, Steelers, and Bills. Those are the in the hunt teams in the AFC. So I, I think if we had to pick our three, it would be the Texans, the Bills, and then I'd probably go yeah. with the Jaguars and then the Steelers. So yeah. would your three be Bills? Colts or Bills, Colts, and Texans. Yeah, or Would Steelers. I mean, Bills, six one with, with Colts. It's all the all same. Right. Like, yeah, they're, they're kind of the same team. The the yeah. uh, the Steelers are just a better version of it. Now, right. listen, with right. Buffalo though, for those that don't know, the Bills could be the second seed mm-hmm. or not make the playoffs at all, and that is the wildest Buffalo Billsian Week eighteen mm-hmm. that you could come up with. Now. Really That's quick, the NFL we'll right there, baby. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about this game, Tyler, obviously in the next segment, but really quick, uh-huh. because it deserves a minute and a half here. Are the Bills now a darling again? Because it's, it's yes. so funny how the NFL it's is like flipped again. It's flipped there. again. Yep. So I, 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 I get what you're saying. They were counted out, and now yep. Josh Allen has brought them back. And if yep. they beat Miami on Sunday, and they're the two seed, and this would be predicated upon them winning their first game and everything like that. But mm-hmm. with something as wide open, is this the time where Josh Allen can break through and win a Super Bowl? Like this is the year. It's so funny this is the year where so it's quick. open. We talked about it earlier. Like it's Patrick Mahomes until it isn't. Well, the Chiefs clearly don't have as good of a roster as they've had recently, which makes this an open race, which is why it's so interesting. I do quickly want to say on the offensive side, yeah. you have uh Falcons, Vikings, Saints, Seahawks, Packers. Buccaneers, let's just say the NFC South, Buccaneers, Saints, Falcons. Who do you want to see the most? Bucks. Bucks, I agree with you. I want the Baker Buccaneers. Mayfield. And then between the Vikings, the Seahawks, and the Packers, Packers. who do you want to see the most? I'm I'm with you there as well. So We're hopefully above, we get 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, 
Buccaneers, Eagles, Rams, Packers. I think that would be the most fun there. But with that being said, we got to talk about some of these games that are going to decide who makes the playoffs. Some excellent games in Week 18. We're going to get into all of those in just a moment before we do them. This episode of Locked on NFL Thursday is brought to you by LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Okay, and at the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level? And that's something that LinkedIn can help with. It's not another job board. It's a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have qualified candidates. So it's so easy. Let's put it this way. That 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. I would take those odds. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. And thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. For uh, Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Didn't appreciate football when I told you week one of the preseason to appreciate football. Shame on you because it's over. <laughs> Alex Clancy, Tyler Rowland, locked on NFL Thursday. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans. Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. For all your Tennessee information, go to Tyler for all your Arizona Cardinals information. Go to me. And you can chill with us every Thursday here as we spew things out of our big dumb faces. So, week 18. Um, what a weird year. There have like yeah. this is a this has been a massive Offense game. Is way down. Yep. Like there's been all there 17 backup quarterbacks are starting last week and all that. Like this has been one of the weirdest, funkiest NFL seasons ever, man. I saw a, a list of the top five passing yards people. From last year compared to this year, it's like thousand yards less at the top. Yeah. It is defense is back, bro. That's what's yeah. happening. The NFL swings back and forth like a pendulum, and defense is back. Yeah. Now you just hope that the big man will come back in the NBA and people aren't just jacking 40 footers. It is. You know, it is. Giannis, yeah. Jokic, Embiid. It yeah. is. That's the thing. It is back. Yeah. So great point. Yeah. It all swings back and forth. Yeah. Don't listen to Daryl Morey. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay. So. Week 18, there are more questions than answers at this point. A couple, a handful of teams have, have punched their ticket, as it were. The number one seeds in both conferences have been decided. But everything else is kind of up in the air. So with these games, and, you know, I, I, will, we've, I alluded to it, you know, quickly. But, you know, this is the game. Let's just start with it. The last game of the weekend, Buffalo in Miami. At this point, Buffalo will know if they've made the playoffs or not. Because they need both Pittsburgh and Indy to win, I believe, for them to get in, uh, for them for them to need to win to, to, to stay in the playoffs. But Tyler, mm-hmm. going to South Beach, Miami got their own doors blown off of them last week. Yep. Who do you trust more in a vacuum? For this game, that's going to be the last game of the regular season. 
I mean, it's it's hands down Buffalo. Okay. I mean, when Why? when have we ever seen Tua win any kind of important game at the NFL level? Like ever. Like, you know, and this year in all of their big games, all of their big matchups with other uh really good teams in the NFL, they've looked terrible. You know, they've looked terrible. And at the end of the day, people are everydayers out there who listen to Locked on Thursday and know, I just don't believe in Tua. He can have great offense, stats. He can blah, 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 this and that. I do not think he's a game changer. He is a trailer, not a tractor. He is a game manager, not a game changer, as Cam Newton would say. Uh, Josh Allen is a game changer, okay? And if it came down to those two teams playing, and Miami has experienced a lot of injuries too. You know what I mean? They're not quite what they were on defense as they were at the beginning of the season, especially losing a guy like Jalen Phillips. So for me, it's pretty simple. I, I don't even got to wait or think about it. I trust the Bills way more than I trust. And at the end of the day, Sean McDermott has been through the battles more than Mike McDaniel has. I, th- I think Mike yeah. McDaniels is a good coach. I do, but I just trust Sean McDermott and trust Josh Allen more than I trust two and MM. That's, that's and I misspoke. easy for me. And I misspoke. The Bills, for the Bills to be eliminated from playoff contention, they must they have to lose to Miami and Pittsburgh yeah. and Jacksonville need to win, not Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. So, okay. so that's on me. Okay. And Jacksonville is playing Tennessee. Uh, I mean, there so. are so many machinations, man. It's yep. hard to, you know, keep track of every team's everything when we cover our own. So yeah. So uh, what, what else are you looking at, Tyler? I mean, there are some games that don't really have playoff implications that I'm that I'm excited about as well. But right. what what is going to pique your interest? Well, I think that it's tough because some of the games that are interesting are not necessarily interesting because the two teams are awesome. But one I got to point out here is Saints-Falcons. Both of those teams are fighting for the playoffs, and I think that there's a chance maybe Arthur Smith could be fired if the Falcons don't make the playoffs and go 7-10. and 10. I know that there's been rumors out there that Dennis Allen will be back next year. Way to completely take the sales out of your fan base. I could not think of a more <laughs> uninspiring combination than Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. Like... Well, geez, why would anyone buy tickets for that, in my opinion? But I think that's an interesting game to watch just because those two teams. And what is their future? What what are their fan bases excited about, you know, going forward? So I think that's big for those two teams. And then the Bears and the Packers. Yeah. The Bears and the Packers is always good TV. Jordan Love has been playing excellent football, third in the NFL in passing touchdowns. It's funny how long this season has been, Alex, because at first it was like, oh, Jordan Love's pretty good. And then he had a down couple of weeks, and everybody's like, oh, Jordan Love's not the guy. The Packers didn't find the guy, blah, blah, blah. And then Jordan Love plays great at the end of the year, and now all of a sudden he's one of these awesome quarterbacks that everybody's excited about. But the Packers are at home, 8-8 eight eight against the Bears, and Justin Fields. Justin Fields has played really good really good recently. Yep. The Bears have won games. They've looked like a good football team, not just they're winning games. They've looked like a good football team. They run the ball so well, of course, with field skill set. I think that the Bears at seven and nine, they win, they lose, whatever. This game for me is what's going to happen with Justin Fields in the offseason? One last game against the Green Bay Packers, the all-time rival. If Justin Fields goes into Lambeau and knocks off Jordan Love and the Packers, how can the Bears get rid of him? How can they do it? I, I mean, he's got the support of his locker room. That may not matter and whatever. And if the Bears pass on a chance to get a quarterback and then do it again the next year with back-to-back number one picks and Fields doesn't work out, then that's going to be a disaster for sure. So those major risk on both sides of this. But I'm just saying if Fields goes into Lambeau and knocks off the Packers in the final game of the year, there is no way, no way 
that they can get rid of him this offseason. So I, I, I don't, can't watch that game just because of all of the long-term effects that it could have on the draft and on the NFL and everything. Yeah. Um, there's only one more game that is is really of note. And then I want to go back to that Justin Fields thing because we've got two minutes. Um, I, I want Philly, Philly at East Rutherford after losing to the Cardinals last week, after the Let's free go, fall. Giants. Yeah. So I mean it's just it's a it's an absolute free for all or uh free fall with with Philly. It reminds me of the 2021 Arizona Cardinals. Right. It really does. Right, right. Um yep. now, and we'll see. I'm sure that they're gonna regroup. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, Nick Sirianni is a good coach. It was uh Whoever had the ball last with the Cardinals, I'm, you know, whatever it may be. But regardless, they're in the playoffs. Doesn't really matter. They're not going to get the one seed. They're going to have to play. They're most likely going to get a home game. Doesn't really matter, you know, regardless. The Justin Fields thing is fascinating because people are so quick. It's like they're scrolling on reels on Instagram or the talk talk, whatever the hell people do now, where it's like, Justin Fields, give him some time. Being a rookie quarterback. What a good team around him. Like, put it, like let him let him grow into an NFL quarterback. It's the weirdest thing. Like you you want to know why Jordan Love's ready? He sat for a decade before playing football. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> sat for a I, year. Like yeah, it's it it seems small, but it's like just because you don't put them out right away. Justin Fields has done nothing but get better every game this year. Okay, mm -hmm. he's got a weapon, and DJ Moore is finally starting to get his flowers that we've talked about for three years yep. on this damn show. He's the most yep. underrated wide receiver in football. He's finally getting the targets. He's finally getting the yards and the touchdowns in in higher impact situations. They've got a pretty good running game. Their defense is better. If they could trade down three spots and still get Marvin Harrison Jr. and get first round picks for the future, it's what how you win. build an organization. What a win! I mean, that Ryan is literally Coles, like, perfect. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, like he's yep. your guy. I don't care what happens in week 18. Do you know how many bad quarterbacks there are in the NFL? I have the same well, argument about Kyler Murray. It's like above the mean is all you need. You don't have to have a, a Hall of Famer. There are like three Hall of Famers still quarterback in the NFL right now. Right, right. Well, we're learning this it. year. We're learning this year that, you know, maybe, maybe we all overrate what a quarterback can do. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. But with those wide receivers... You know, it football is the ultimate team game, and it's fun, and I'm guilty as anyone. It's fun to get wrapped up in the quarterbacks and how they elevate and all that, but yeah, I'm with you. That For me, it's two choices. On one side, you have a new rookie quarterback, Drake May or Caleb Williams. On the other door, you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and a first-round pick next year in Justin Fields. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's not just Fields against the rookies. It's what you can get as the Bears, two first-round picks in the top 15 this year. Pick next year, all that. So, to me, that, that that's why it's a, a super interesting game to watch. Yep. I'm going to leave everybody with this. Fear of the unknown or excitement of the unknown is a fallacy. Right. Okay. Grass is always Take what is in front of your eyes. If he's 51% better than the 49%, you keep him. He's on a rookie scale contract. And if it doesn't work this year, guess what? There's going to be six other quarterbacks coming out next year. They're going to be better than this class or, you know, whatever it is. Everybody right. hypes up the draft so much. Look at what you have in your backyard. And if he's a good person and he's a good leader and the players like him, keep him and move the hell on. Yep. I'm with you. It reminds me of a family guy skit with the mystery box. Do you want this high speed boat worth a hundred thousand dollars? Or do you want the mystery box? And, it, you know, it's like that. Go with the high-speed yeah. boat. All right. With that being said, that's going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. As I tell you guys every single week, start your weekend early and stay safe out there.